Hi everybody, my name is Ashley. And I'm Mark. And we work at the Free Spirit Collective, which is a integrative psychology and wellbeing centre here in Dubai. And this is our podcast, Say It Out Loud. And all we're trying to do is break down the basics and help dispel some myths around mental health and wellbeing. And it's really short because we know that life's busy and who wants to listen for a, a podcast for an hour and we're going to condense it down for you in 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, hi everyone. Welcome to episode 24 of Say It Out Loud. And as always, a deep topic, but this one I think is something that's really important to talk about, especially within the nature of the work that we do here, um, because we do have you know, therapy, clinical sessions. So, Mark, what on earth is depression? Yeah, a really, really important topic um, today. I'm actually surprised it's come 24th yeah. <laughs> in the uh, list of episodes. So thank you for stick, sticking with us yeah, all this time. I know, till we get here. You are the stalwarts of the, uh, of the podcast, so we do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, look something that we work an awful lot with um, at, at the centre as you say you know either through psychiatry or through um, the counselling aspect um, but the one thing we're really trying to work hard to communicate is that depression doesn't always look like sadness um, you can you know you don't have to be suicidal to be depressed although you might be um, but there's there's lots of different symptoms that kind of come together and um, you know, you could there could be low mood or sadness, but then there could be feelings of hopelessness and helplessness, or having low self esteem, um, guilt ridden. If you're irritable uh, and intolerant of others, you know you might not necessarily associate that with depression, but absolutely it, it can be. Or having no motivation or interest in things, um, or if you're struggling to even make decisions. Like there's lots of different sort of components that come together sometimes to create. Um, depression and um, I think people have also become expert actors in various settings mm-hmm. and you as a listener may also be an expert actor mm-hmm. and there's been lots um, shared in this kind of movement I guess on social media particularly around um, those that unfortunately died by suicide and showing pictures of them mm-hmm. like laughing and engaging mm-hmm. in the world and often only sometimes hours or days in the lead up um, to them unfortunately um, dying by suicide and so you don't you just don't know what's going on in, in people's lives really um, because as I say we have become or you know expert actors um, and we're able to sort of step into different environments whether it's you know out for dinner with friends whether it's stepping into work and you know putting on that that face each and every day and pretending to be something that we're not at great expense to ourselves at great energy um and it's it's exhausting it truly Mm -hmm. truly is exhausting but something we we need to reflect on in this is where are we able to be authentic and vulnerable and to to remove the mask because that is incredibly important too it's not always safe to be authentic um you know i think about our roles as you know you as a coach and and myself as a as a therapist, you know, when people, when clients come in for us, it's not appropriate for us to be, you know, really down or if we were really anxious or whatever else. So, which sometimes there will be things going on in our individual mm-hmm. lives and, and to try and compartmentalise it, but it wouldn't be appropriate for us to be, you know, um, mm-hmm. sort of showing those symptoms in that space. But 
we do need to find somewhere to yeah. to ensure that we can be authentic we can take the mask off and we can really validate the emotions that that we are feeling mm-hmm. and you're right and also i think like having conversations like this are so important because I find that with depression, it's such a deep topic to wade into. And often there's a you know, group of people or it, some people that sit and think things like, oh, someone else has got it worse, or I'm mm. just, you know, I just feel tired, that's why. Or they kind of deny the feelings in yes. themselves. But yeah. the more conversations we have like this, it's like, well, actually, it could be depression and having conversations with mm. professionals mm. Or, or around you that be like you don't need someone to give you permission basically there might be things going on and you're just denying it or doubting but actually it could be that that's it yeah. that's it i think you make a really important point if i kind of go into the story mm-hmm. section um part of the show um it's that you know that they do often reflect that yeah other people have it worse and it's yeah. just like it's like this comparative shame almost that they create by saying you know hey I'm really struggling with this but look at the war that's going on look Mm -hmm. at the starvation that's going on look at the you know whatever else is happening in the world and they're like so you know why do I you know get to feel like this you know pull your socks up type thing Mm -hmm. and it's like no like you're completely invalidating your experience you're entitled to feel how you feel you know, regardless of what's going on in the world, unfortunately, there will always be suffering. There will always be difficult things happening mm-hmm. every each and every single day. That doesn't mean that you're not entitled to feel. And sometimes in the therapy space, we can be the only space where people are truly honest about how they feel. And I always say to clients, it's such an honour to sit with people. Yeah. Um, it really is, and to be that to be that person that they do take the mask off with and it's it is a massive massive honor to sit with that um and it's something that you know therapists really hold dearly and mm-hmm. it's it, you know to to be the witness of, of that story and one of the, the sort of the other things that they sort of say is i don't want to be a burden yeah. you know i, I really I, you know i'm worried about sometimes it's adolescence and they're like you know my parents are so busy with work or they're doing this this, this and that or um, you know, there might be a younger sibling and their older sibling struggled with something, and they're like, you know, they've been through it once, they don't need to go through it again. Or um, I've already spoken to, you know, when it's with adults, I've already spoken to my friends to death about this, and mm-hmm. I'm just a bird, I don't want to do this. And it's like, no, absolutely not. And I think this is one of the great things about social media. Um, um, you know, sometimes it does get a bad name, and I think we've spoken and reflected on it a few times, but mm-hmm. it's great that people are using their platforms to raise awareness, and I think specifically in this example, there's a UFC fighter, the was it, Ultimate Fighting Championship, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, this is one of the most alpha male sort of environments, <laughs> like, the octagon, fighting. Yeah. yeah it's, I mean, it's hard to watch, but <laughs> it's like... Proper. I wouldn't want to be in that anyway. Yeah, but not. there was a there's a fighter who's called Paddy Pimlet, mm-hmm. and uh, he's from from Liverpool. And he was in a fight. I think it was earlier this year actually, and um, or it might be at the end of last year. And uh, in his post match interview, he said, um, you know, he dedicated the the win in the fight to his friend, and he said that mm-hmm. unfortunately um, that he died by suicide. I think it was the day before, maybe two days before. 
and he and he said, you know, particularly as guys, as we you know we do struggle to reach out sometimes. And he said, I'd rather have a mate cry on my shoulder than attend his funeral the next week. Mm-hmm. And it was such a powerful message. And I'm just thinking, you know, what an amazing thing to do yeah. to stand in the octagon, like mm-hmm. you know, you just had. You know, I can't imagine the adrenaline that he must be feeling as a as a fighter in that moment and everything else that's going on. And he has stood in front of, I don't know, 30, 40, 50,000 people and given such an important message. Yeah. Like, it's such a helpful, um, helpful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we really need to keep raising that awareness, keep encouraging people to, to find their voice. I didn't know that until you told this story. I hadn't seen it. But I got kind of goosebumps there. Like, God, what a powerful, right, powerful is the word. Like, mm. yeah. It's poignant. It's good, yeah. it, it really yes. is, and particularly as guys, and for any guys that are listening, we need to get better at it. Yeah, we really do. We we become such sort of islands, and we don't reach out, and we think you know mm-hmm. we need to be the alpha male and the strong one and all that, and it's nonsense. Yeah, it is utter nonsense. The the biggest strength that we have can be to reach out and to mm-hmm. say I'm not okay and we have to keep reinforcing that message. Mm. Such a brave thing to do, isn't it? As well, like, mm. it takes a lot of courage. Um, so any practical takeaways when it comes to this? Like, I think something you can do kind of for yourself almost is um, there's this movement in the US, a chap called Ashanti Branch, and he's got the Million Mask Movement, and I really, really like it. He goes into schools a lot and he, and he does this work about sort of um, finding your authentic self, and um, he's got this sort of very, very simple exercise where you have your inner self and your outer self. So there's two mm-hmm. masks sort of side by side. And then um, one of the masks is your outer self. You write down how you portray yourself to the world. Uh, you know, it might be outgoing, you know, bubbly, energetic, happy, you know, whatever else that we feel that we have to portray ourselves uh, in the public domain. And then we have this inner mask. And it's how do we actually feel and it can be sometimes, you know, um, you know, I can I can feel anxious, I can feel scared, I can feel vulnerable, you know, whatever. Um, and then sort of identifying, you know, the two different ways that you kind of feel and and what's going on, and where am I able to to portray this inner self more? Who can I communicate this to? Who can I make sure that I can spend time with and sort of you know acknowledge this inner self that is there and validate it and seek the support that i need so actually doing that as an exercise for you and as an individual can be really helpful to kind of decipher the two i love that i've never heard of that before the million mass movement like at any age how mm. whatever stage you're at how useful is that it's such a nice task to do um so as always let us know if you do the tasks how it worked for you um yeah you can get creative draw two masks and see what comes out So thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We really appreciate your time. If you want to get in touch with us, please feel free to reach out either via Instagram at the Free Spirit Collective or on our Facebook page or check out our website at thefreespiritcollective.earth. From our Instagram and website, you'll find out our community events. So if you're in Dubai, it would be lovely for you to come and visit us at the centre on Happiness Street.